Oh, what a ride. 17 trips, all but one unbelievable. Uh, if I told you a month ago, I'd like to frame it that way, that you're going to see 17 postseason games. Uh, what would you have thunk, Coach Al? I wouldn't have thunk we got that far. So, I mean, a lot of people are saying just be happy that you got that far. But the other person says, well, you go that far, you definitely want to win. So there's a lot of mixed comments. So your bottom line sentiment, your takeaway is what then? More positive? Of course. Positive that they can, you know, with a couple of younger pitchers coming up and one or two moves they make. And, and there's got to be two or three people in that lineup that have yeah. be- better years next year. Yeah, than they so many year. people are upset with the manager that that becomes the overriding takeaway today versus the number six seed that played a bunch of games as an underdog and prevailed and came up with unbelievable moments, brought the best out in Philadelphia fans, in my opinion. I, I thought the best, craziest fan behavior we've ever seen. A lot of people have measured that, okay? Uh, we, we outnumbered the football game last Thursday night. Nobody thought that was ever going to happen. It was just a crazy, great, fun, thrilling run. I don't think all of that is washed out by a loss. We're bitter. The manager clearly made the wrong call with the taking Wheeler out. And a couple other ones, too. He did not distinguish himself. The second part of the World Series, be that as it may, Wiz, where are you? Uh, I am, am, am on the upset side of things. Yeah, I see the positivity that we made it here, and that was a great run. But um, no, I mean, not not satisfied that we didn't we didn't win that World Series. And I don't. I guess that we shouldn't have. We're not the favorite by any means. We're playing a team that had what nineteen more wins than we did this regular season. Astros are clearly the better team, but we made it to the World Series, and I, I want to win. And we were up two to one in that series and in control. And knowing where we were, two to one. I think we were probably the favorite at one point to win that series at, at that exact moment, if not 50-50. At and home, we didn't. At home and we didn't. too. So, yeah, absolutely. I'm disappointed. Yeah. Yeah, I get, yeah. Okay, I know one thing. I could not watch. And, you know, I'm an NFL guy, and I love college football. I live for that. And Saturday's games were nuts, okay? Kelly going for the two against Babbitt. It loved Bayton, it. Loved it. Bayton Rouge. In front. Oh, my God, that was epic. I could not jump in to the card Sunday a little bit. I couldn't watch anything. Uh, so I did chores. I, I did. I worked on the pie. I did stuff. And Marion's like, you're not watching NFL football for the first time in memory. It's because so, you were upset about the Phillies. Yeah. I, I, well, after being so zoned in to baseball where every pitch, right, quintessentially speak, every pitch matters. So you're into each pitch, and all of a sudden – you know, I'm watching uh, Rodgers throw his third interception. I'm watching the other guy against the Jets not be able to move the ball. Uh, See, I, I'm upset. I thought it was pitiful football. Like, I'm upset because I don't think we played that series to our best potential. And I'm not talking about it from a performance standpoint. I'm talking about from a strategic standpoint. Interesting. And it's one thing to lose knowing we gave it our all. It just doesn't seem like... Rob, Philly Rob, put us in the position to maximize the team's success for how, how they were doing. That's irrefutable. I mean, he just did nothing to change that lineup. And I get that's been his <sighs> mantra all year. Do nothing when Schwarber struggles. Let it come back. But 
you don't have that luxury of time. You don't have 160 games to let this work out. You have seven, maximum seven. And when you're up two to one and then you get no hit and then Hoskins continues to strike out and Castellanos just chases pitches and he does nothing to change it, that's part frustrating. I mean, how? why do we have to watch Bohm, who hit 290 in the World Series, lead off every inning because Castellanos is getting out? Like, why is nothing changing? Stott was, oh, he didn't have a hit. And I get he had some good at-bats, but he didn't have a hit. And Coach, I mean, Elk, perfect. Okay, he just underscored it. I mean, well stated. Coach, when you say because that's how we got here, I can give you 25 examples to prove you've done the opposite, notwithstanding success or not. Let me give you the one on the biggest macro. Harper gets hurt with the thumb, and that's in June, correct? You know what I mean? My time and dates in months, but I'm pretty sure it's in June. Could be, you know, whatever. And when he leaves at that point, coach, is he batting fourth or third? Batting Batting third. Yes. Okay. So you come back, and you're batting fourth. Is that because guys in front of them were posting up batting averages at 315 or on base percentage at 380? No. So he, he's batting. Now you have Schwarber in the playoffs gets hot. Legitimately hats off, by the way. And as far as being wrong, boy, I got a lot of texts about that. You know, you're going to finally get yeah, Hey, for all the people... That called me out. God bless you. I love you. I won't tell you your timing's really bad. Everything we said about Schwarber in the regular season was spot on. The fact that he did way better in the post, God bless him. Hats off. We were wrong about that in, in, the, in the playoffs, no doubt about it. So you have Schwarber hot as hell. He's your second performer. Okay. Dead, dead Harper. You mean to tell me that Coach hasn't figured out by now that not only do, do, do they have to stack their offensive weapons assets, but look around Major League Baseball, Coach. If I see you tonight, okay, at a local uh, you know, Capitol Grill, I'm going to ask you one question. I'm going to tell you something first. That Judge and Trout have played 2,000 Major League Baseball games. How many times, yes, to either one of you, do you think they've batted fourth? This is something you'll only hear on Speaking of Sports. When you hear the answer, call Grandmom and say, I just heard this for the first time. You'll never hear it again. 2,000 games. How many times is Trout or Judge, I, I would two say, prolific home run hitters, bat fourth? I'm going to say 20 just because knowing you that it's really – and you know me well. Extreme the other way, If I didn't know yeah, the question, I would yeah. say maybe less than 200 because I know Judge leads right. off. I know Trout bats usually right. two. So I know they're not four hitters. Yeah, okay. Maybe this is our TikTok moment. All right, Trout and Judge have batted fourth 11 times in 2,000 games. Wow. And guess what? When you look at the players, they probably had a little more offense in front of them. Certainly the Yankees did. You could argue that Trout didn't. But the bottom line is that's not where your best player belongs. That's, that's not where Harper was. That's, that's not where he was. That's when you make the lineup up when you're back in 1964 and we can have the pool and we want to play a wiffle ball game. We got like 16 kids and everybody's going, I'm batting fourth. 
Okay, because that's where best hitters bat at bats or Willie Mays, guys like that. Then baseball woke up uh, and said, no, we don't want the game to end with our best player in the on-deck circle, which almost happened twice. Okay, thank you for a walk. So Harper gets up. And what do they do when he gets up? They hit him. That was a pitch around. For anybody that didn't sure. know it, they're not going to pitch to Harper there with Castle in the back of him. Why would they? No. Well, well, I as, turn it over. As the Wiz just said a I'm minute ago. Fired up. A minute ago. An easy move to move Bohm up one slot before Castellano. Whatever That's you not do. a drastic change. It's one little move, but yeah. it makes all the sense in the world. I, I get that it's the land of diminishing returns because other than Schwarber, Schwarber, whatever the hell his name is, I'm, I'm hot right now, guys. I am hot for the first time this year on the podcast. And, other, the, and that is why yeah, your, tr- your true feelings are that you're not happy. Oh. You're disappointed <laughs> because sing, this sing. anger is what you should be feeling. This anger or, or devastation Sigmund or some Freud. combination of between there is no positivity he today like Freud. this is nothing but a world series was taken away from us yeah. by our own ineptitudes going into game four and then you can question what the astros may or may not have done but going into <laughs> game four we were up two to one he's and our coach did nothing to change it he's now i get game four off. you don't make those changes but after a no hitter you should make a change. I don't care what you did in the regular season how you bounced back after a no-hitter and scored runs. How many bad at-bats? It's not like Hoskins Ugh. was hitting line drives to people no, and they're making outs. jumping catches right, over here. Right. His at-bats were pathetic. They were absolutely pathetic. And we kept him in the two-hole. 71. I mean, here are the strikeouts. 11, 11, 11, 14, 12, 12, 13. This is interesting, all right? A second stat you'll only hear on Speaking of Sports, so we're going to Coach Al here. All right, Major League Baseball in general against the Astros pitching, you should be curious, how did they do? If the Phillies did so bad, how did the rest of baseball do during the regular season? And you'll see quickly that the rest of baseball batting average against 212, pretty darn impressive, right? Major League Baseball, average batting average, was about 242, right? Something like that, yeah. Okay. Houston, way better, 212. How on earth did the Phillies' bats, which were considered to be top five run production all year, bat 159? What am I missing? How about this? If you take innings pitch divide by hits for the Astros, 1,445 innings pitch, 1,121 hits, that comes out to a hit factor of like .077, or I might be saying that wrong. Uh, the Phillies were half of that hits per inning. So they didn't do that. They struck out more. The Astros were 9Ks per 9 innings. The Phillies were 12. So across all of the measurement numbers, if you will, the Phillies were way worse against the Astros pitching than the rest of Major League Baseball, which has the very pedestrian bad teams in that mix. So we really stunk the joint out offensively, but it was very acute after the first three games. First three games, we averaged five runs, 22 hits, still got 11 Ks, of course. Runners in scoring position were four for 20. We're up 2-1. You have a no-hitter. Lights out, baby. We never come back. Everybody said, flush it. And it looked like we did. Schwerber leads off of the home run. Flush it. We didn't flush it, did we? So No, I think the main thing is the Phillies are 
been known for and it really came out in this series they just don't put the ball in play enough and then there's Letting pit, they're guessing so much on pitches. They have to be when you're letting the first pitch go right down the yep. middle. That might be the best one if, you're going to get. If, and and you could just see Hoskins a few times. That pitch was thrown. He just walked out of the box because he was he was looking for this and he, he got no, that. He's lost. How he's disgusting oh, was it to see him walking wait. out of the box? I've never seen a major league baseball player. Imagine Trout doing that. Trout may give you, yeah, I know it's there. He ain't walking out of the box before the call's made. Trout uh, Hoskins does it twice. He's in stride almost. Yeah, oh, he's yeah. in stride. It's a guy who's who uh, knows he he's lost. I mean, Hoskins' whole thing, his whole career has been when he's hot, he is, can be as deadly as anybody yep, out there. Yep. Oh, and yep. when he's cold, he'll he'll be worse than anybody out there. And unfortunately, he just got cold at the wrong time. And um, and you can see it. You can see it in his eyes. You can see it in his performance. Yeah, it's funny if you look at the Astros versus Phillies offense, the entire season they are virtually identical, yeah, identical. in wow. runs per game they're next to each other in yeah. hits they're they're less than 50 hits apart it's from uncanny. the entire season you know home runs they're within 10 of each other rbis they're four apart the entire season yeah. batting average they're right there obp they're two points apart everything is right Nuts. there except for strikeouts right and that was a story of the postseason the astros don't strike out 1,179, that's second lowest in baseball. Yep. And the Phillies are about middle of the pack. So it's not like they're a high strikeout right, team. Right, right. But the fact is, when you're in this postseason, and really when the, when the going gets tough, you got to put the ball in play. I mean, look at Jeremy Pena for the Astros. He puts that ball in play, and it gets right right by the shortstop. And Talk that clutch that hit in that, in, that, in that inning. And that's what you need. A strikeout doesn't do you anything there. And if Brandon Marsh could have put that ball in play in game five, was it game five? Instead of striking out there with the man on third? First and third. Totally different. If you put the ball in play, anything can happen. And look what happened. The only reason we made it to the World Series was because we put the ball in play. Game one against Houston, Segura comes up and he throws his bat at it. And what does it do? It squeaks by the second baseman. That was against the Cardinals. Cardinals. Cardinals Yeah, game one of the playoffs. Before that, uh, there's a ground ball to Goldschmidt, who's a gold glover. And what does he do? He makes the wrong decision. He hesitates coming home. Yep. Ground ball yep. to third base to Arenado. Yep. He does this weird dive, hesitates, wrong decision. Because it's in play. Because it's in play. Yep. yep. You don't we give didn't put, a we shot didn't put Houston, uh, he, the Astros, in that situation. Oh, we no. have very few balls in play for them to even possibly and make the, mistakes. And the one, how many choppers do we give to Bregman? <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. oh, my God. You're giving that, this guy, just, and he's a great player, but you're giving him easy plays. I mean, well, God, we're not even hitting the, that, hitting that the ball hard. Just foul. If they're fair, one of those choppers by Hoskins is a double, but it was as close as I've ever seen a ball not be fair. I swore it was. I said to Marion, that's a fair ball. We replayed it like three times. It's a foul ball. It's by a half of a nickel, okay? And great job by the umpire. Marion's asking me who's got that call because you saw the third base umpire make it. Now, in Little League, the rule was up to the bag, Home plate had it and passed the bag. The base on had it. He made the call. Uh, I think that's before the bag if it stops. But anyway, it's some bad breaks on those choppers down the third baseline. Yeah, there were. I mean, uh, look at yeah, yeah Schwarber yeah. when he pulled that ball and, and it was, and their first baseman was right yeah. on the bag yeah. holding the guy yeah. on. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, well, that's really funny. But how about the bare hand plays? Bregman? That was a nice play. He bare hand play. Yeah, does that three. as well was, as anybody. Right? He does. And to yeah. go back to the one at first base. Oh. Guriel got hit in the head in a rundown, and yep. they bring in Trey Mancini, who's an outfielder. Yep. And you happen to have a man on first. <laughs> we hit it right to his glove. I mean, 
if there's nobody on first, you've got to be off the bag maybe a foot or two oh, more, oh, and it no, goes that's, straight that's down the line. There's so many Still ifs. running. Yeah. Still running. Boys right. bounce. I can see it bouncing around. Still bouncing around. Yeah, he circles the bases four times. Stone cold bad break right there. Yeah. And he hit a friggin' seat. Oh, yeah. It was a that right was there. so hard. Like, you didn't even know what happened. He's out. I, was like, I didn't think it could be fair. But the ball didn't have enough scientific force to go foul. It was hit too hard. It was just it was absolute straight down the line. seed down the line, and there he is. Bad break. A lot of there are some bad breaks when uh, Pena gets the single. The time before that against Wheeler singled the middle. I thought the shortstop, and I think Jimmy has a picture of this, was too far over to begin with. I thought Wheeler expected a double play on that nineteen hop ground ball. I was shocked to see that. And Hoskins stretch at first base. I know Jimmy is on top of this. I mean, here he is, Al. You gotta you gotta stretch your groin. You gotta go on the on the injury list because you hurt your legs on the stretch there. You know, as a first baseman, I gotta get this double play. I have to get it. Instead, we have this very passive non-stretch. So we have a picture of a friend from softball that Chad found. Bobby K. I hope Jimmy has it. He, he's doing the proper stretch. If we want and, to, and, and what we should be showing too, if we're showing all this, I would say, Jim, put up a a picture of Freddie Freeman oh boy, stretching yeah. at the first right base. Yeah. Because look at yeah. that uh, stretch. No. I mean, just show it, it is to the insane. camera. I was just going to yeah. say, there, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. That is how you stretch as a first. When you wake up as a professional first Shoot baseman, that, Jimmy. you should do nothing but stretch for the first hour of your day. Yeah, you and I should do that right well, now. Well, we've talked about lack of leg movement with Hoskins lack just playing like normal. All season. All season. And it's like if you're not going to hit, at least do make the – Make the right plays on defense. I'm not saying make the dive, but do the little things right. Get your stretch right. And that that's why, in my opinion, we we, we have to part ways with Hoskins. And, I, I get it won't and, happen this offseason. It'll probably be next one. I got a little pushback on Sunday from a couple of people saying, no, you got the picture, Chuck, of him here, okay? Prior to that, he was a little more extended. Let me ask you something. And that's baloney compared to Freeman, compared to Bobby's picture. Would you hold that, or would you relinquish that position for the umpire to make the call? If you were further than Hoskins' position here, would you stay in it, or would you very quickly recoil out of it to make it look like the ball's closer to your body? You'd stay in the position, just like catcher's Catcher's frame in a ball. Come on. Same thing. That's a a crazy point, that pushback. I type back, do better than that. And you know what? You can get away with this stuff when you're winning the game 8-2, 8-3, but now here you are on a main stage in the World Series, and it's just a double play. And I'll tell you, Segura threw a complete seed without beating back of the ball. He's up here, and he throws a seed. Let's talk about the guy that leads off with the, yeah, Maldonado. Oh, I God. know you're worked up about that. I am worked. I, I'm worked up. Go. About it. Yeah. Me too. I mean, look. You look back to earlier in the series when the guy leaned in and the umpire made the right call. Right. You cannot lean into a pitch, but in this case, Mal Donato, he yeah. did not lean into the pitch. Now give us a good Mal Donato. Go ahead. Mal Donato. There we go. He, what he did, failed to do was make an attempt to get out of the way. And the rule says you're entitled to first if you get hit by a pitch unless the batter 
makes no attempt to avoid being touched by the ball. If you look at the video, he made no attempt. He actually leans his elbow forward and then tucks it into the ball. Nicely done. Now, in my opinion, if if that's how people are going to be playing, the MLB needs to take away all these guards they're wearing. If you want to do that, fine. Then you can have a shattered elbow to deal with. That's the best point. Because they're wearing these these little paddings on there. It, they don't feel anything when they're getting hit. It's Yeah, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't hurt. It's not going to break a bone. If you're going to out there and take a free base by not avoiding the ball, the umpire is not going to make the call, and you don't even get hurt for it. You just get a little deflection because you have a huge pad on. I mean, he should have a shattered elbow if you're going to be playing like that. Chad, that is seriously but, now I'm serious. No, these guys, these great, guys wear so much protection, point. which is fine. I'm all for player right, safety. Right. But... Let's put but football. Then, but then they're, get, they're yeah. letting the ball hit them. Let's put the real thin football pads on it. The quarterbacks used to wear that one guy for Washington comes to mind. Okay, the real thin pads on the quarterback years ago. And let's just put them on the batters so you can take them on the shoulder too. You got a great point. Do you think He's these guys insulated. are going to be doing this if they're not wearing those elbow no. guards like that? No, no, no they're no, not. Not when you have a chance of hitting your No, elbow. no. God, do you know how bad that would hurt getting hit in we're, the elbow there? As JT awful. said, is throwing, what did he call it? The lightning bolts? JT, describing Wheeler, the Sunday. Nope. He's, throwing, ro- hey, he's, throwing, he's throwing rockets. He's throwing 97, six, seven well, miles per hour. Nah, he said, I think he said lightning bolts. Yeah, we, cool. can get, we can get into that, but. I noticed something in a conversation of other players talking about Maldonado. He's like the unofficial team leader. Yeah. And there's no doubt in their mind that that was his mindset to go up there. Now, he's fairly close to that line anyhow in the batter's box. But, what, 98% of batters, when they have their that lead foot, they're not stepping towards the plate. They're stepping yeah. out. He, he moved up a foot. Let's underscore that. And JT's asking for a ball that runs inside. I don't know if I saw him lead off. I had a kid to lead off, hit her off of that any. My Lord, look at the game, you know. I don't know that I'm going to mess around with anything inside, although the temptation is to bust him in up on the plate. All right? And he does. Then it's a ball, and he just takes it. When you unwrap all that, I don't know. Maybe you stay away. I guess that's uh, stupid. Or I mean, I and that was a pitch where he was shattering a lot of bats, too. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. it, it was within an inch of being a strike hitting the inside corner. Uh, me, if, let, the let, um, if the umpire makes the right call, that pitch is totally fine. Because the right call there is the yeah. umpire to say, dead ball. Yeah. This is a yeah. ball. Right. It's a 1-1 count, I believe. Right. And there's a 95% chance that batter gets out because he's playing with a broken hand. And he's an absolutely terrible hitter hitting 180. He's yeah. done. Sit down. Wheeler's yeah. got him. There's now two outs. Oh, no, no. One out, I believe. Altuve comes up, hits that ground ball. Now there's two outs. Wheeler's in the game versus Pena. Stays in the game instead of Alvarado coming in and getting shelled. Yeah, two things. I think Major League Baseball needs to re- revisit the rule. If you do cause a non-batter's interference, uh, intentional uh, obstructing with the pitch, in my opinion... That's batter's interference. You're out like other rules where the batter's out. You know, some of the bunt, bats on the ground, stuff like that, interfering with the catcher, stuff like that. There are more harsh penalties to do it. So if I got a batter intentionally taking a ball, that batter's out, in my opinion. You just can't do it. Uh, But I got to tell you something, uh, and I'm not going to say the Astros cheated to win, but that won't be forgotten 
Because if it wasn't a World Series game, you know what the next batter would have done? Chin music. Yep. The next batter would have wore one in his mouth, okay? Because that's what the, how the pissed off the Phillies were at that. They Everybody plays everybody next year, right? The new schedule. Everybody plays so. everybody. Maldonado will come up, and it may be against Wheeler. <laughs> I got to tell you something. Just footnote that situation because the Phillies will not forget and the umpire had to make the right call. See, it really bugged you when that was the intent with Maldonado, and he got away with it. He got away with it. He- yeah, I mean, it's, it, and it's not like we're angry Philly fans. The rule says the batter must make an attempt to avoid being touched by the ball, and he didn't do that. So the, um, I mean, the umpire can't miss that call. You have to make that call there. Let's- That's what they're paid for, and he just didn't make And it completely changed the entire game, and we all know if you win game six— Anything can happen in Game 7. And I'm sure that's definitely not reviewable. reviewable. No. no, it's not reviewable. Right. And, and, let's and it should be. Pivot, it really should be. Pivot backwards. We brought it up already, but let's go folk, dive in a little bit on Marsh. First and third. I think Stout's, Stout's on third. Good uh, Second fastest run on the Phillies. I think it's 27 miles an hour, some crazy number like that. Okay, first and third against a guy who's ERA at the time. This is like zero with Presley's in. Okay. Uh, inexperienced player. He has some history of putting down a bunt, safety suicide. Uh, he can bunt, I'm told by the Phillies. He, he can bunt. They, they know that from practice. What a perfect... Al, you and I, we know Pete, Mike, Chad, anybody that's ever coached, you know we're putting down a safety there. I don't say suicide. You're because right. of the pitch, the roll, the spin of Presley's balls, <laughs> the sliders, <laughs> that'll get some attention. But so he's he's hard to automatically bunt with your runner coming down the line. But they're holding the guy on first. You're you're you know we used the the language last week. It's it's foul or you're at work. Aim for the line. Okay, it's what we tell the players. Go to the chalk. If you miss, it's a foul, strike one. If you're successful at the chalk, mission accomplished. You try it. Maybe you try it twice, but you try a safety squeeze. Second it goes down the first baseline. Here comes your runner. You have the and instead you're watching him swing and miss, you know, by eight feet, and you know how the bat's gonna end. I was broken hearted on that at bat. I, I think the bat zero. ended with like a fifty nine footer in the dirt. Yeah. And the yeah. thing was, it looked like Marsh was had no thought process of just to make contact. No. He looked like he was trying to hit it four hundred feet. Yeah, he was. It, it, none of the Philly shortness rings up. That's another topic for this day, but no, th- nobody adjusted. That's nobody. why I'll say the decision to leave what's McCullers, the guy who gave up all the home runs, was an unbelievable decision by Dusty that in hindsight. Was, that was it got the Phillies sh- bats. Yeah. ruined it was a home run derby that night and the phillies were hitting home runs more than they marsh hit a home run and i think that met i do think that messed with the psyche a little bit marsh says, hey i hit a home run yesterday mm-hmm. i'm feeling myself a bit here big opportunity make a name for myself in philly yeah not little, put, the, put the ball in play or hit a home run yeah look i don't know but it it, it clearly messed who had to mess with the psyche because the phillies got no hit the next Next get next day and didn't hit the whole rest of the series. Yeah, they got the good pitch. You look at the launch angles, see if there's any adjustments when they were swinging in the bat. You know, I used to defend Reese Hoskins. That's because 
career-wise, we're talking about years where he was like, you know, 864 OPS. He puts up a 794. You're doing me no good. Your career low is 846. Once you dip under 800, Reese, uh, your on-base percentage is now down against your career. Your slug is now down against your 492 career. You're not doing me any favors at your current numbers. Walks are down. His strikeouts are up to 170. He's so slowly morphed into a different player offensively. He used to be, you know, 860 OPS, like four, eight, uh, yeah, four something, three something, high threes on base percentage. Yeah, he walked a lot. You knew he was 250, but he gave you 360, 380 on base with power. He still had 70 extra base hits, hence the 875 one year, just under 900. Once he dips under eight, I don't, and he becomes a higher strikeout guy, and he can't catch a cold on a on a windy day. Uh, I think you move him, but it's almost ironic. Him? It seems like the little bit he gets he gets in play, Schwarber might be on with a walk, and it's a double play ball. I mean, it's yeah. just. I mean, the the problem with Reese is just consistency. If he could just bring us the same type of performance all year, you could almost work with it better. But when it's so hot and cold like that, yeah. it's so hard to. To manage, I mean, what, you don't know what what type of Reese you're gonna get that night. There's there's no consistency. There's there's no like battling back. It's like I'm two for five, two for four, or or zero for five. It's and that that's a that's a really big problem. You know, you take Wheeler out, so we talk about that. So you go back to his last batter in the fifth. You know, you're as good as your last last out in the previous inning. It was McCormick uh, third out in the fifth? K. Lucky, ninety six mile an hour. Foul ball, 98. Strike, uh, three, swinging, 97. Boom, boom, boom. All right? And that's what JT meant when he said he was throwing throwing lightning bolts, I believe. Uh, and then he goes in to the six, and you got the hits Batman, uh, and you got the, uh, the, the bleeder. Should have been out in a double play. There's nothing at that point that makes me assess that he's not on top of his game. Some people say in the best game he threw all year long, notwithstanding some texts I got earlier in the game was criticizing Wheeler. But uh, (laughs) that's a little private joke. I hope somebody left. But the the change, uh, go ahead, coach, start. We'll see. What are you doing? The biggest thing, I mean, hindsight's so easy with Thompson with the lefty on lefty, although that's the fourth time that uh, Alvarado faced, you know, the the slugger, and he creamed that ball. But anyhow, I would go on, Wheeler was still throwing 97, 98. Now, if that had dipped down to 94 or something, I think you got a little bit of reasoning or in his there. control. But, it, but it's too much the left come in to pitch to the left and Alvarado I mean had proved it now a month ago there's no doubt on that move if he gets hit that's the move to make but not when he faced him before in the series and hit him in the back yeah you know, just and you're bringing him into a dirty yeah. inning he, he likes a clean start you're bringing him in once again with the big lefty and he has no margin for error and I know that's in his head how many times does the big guy come in and throw a ball foot off the plate was but you know he's going to kind of focus it, zone it back in, and he does. The camera lens, and all of a sudden he's you know low and filthy at 100, and you know he's got him. When you come in, high leverage game on the line, and that guy's up, uh, 
you can't be real positive walking in there. He's taking away the inside, so to speak. Because if I miss inside with runners on, I'm cooked. I just blew the inning up. So I don't have the inside to pitch comfortably. At least this is the way my frame of reference would be as a pitcher. I already hit the guy. Um, yeah, I'm a little bit, a little bit timid there. Um, you know, so what are you going to do? I, I just, I don't think Alvarado was the right decision there. No, no, I mean, coming into that game, he had a four-five ERA in the postseason. Right, right. This guy had a great second half, and all of a sudden, it was the assumption that he was the best pitcher on this roster here. If, why didn't we bring in Robertson? Well, let's, a chance let's, to get get someone out. Uh, let's why didn't, why didn't, that down. Let's go to the other left-hander. This Sir start. Anthony. Yeah. No. 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 Uh, oh, he's talking about Ranger a, Suarez. Yeah, Ranger. A Ranger. Yeah. Well, why? Why Alvarado again? Yeah. I mean, he hasn't had a great series. He yeah. hasn't looked good really the past two weeks, and we bring him in. Yeah. You know, it's a shame that our manager is self-inflicted. Because these things never work out repeatedly in baseball. How many times have you tried to go back to the well? The well will bite your nose off or somebody part. But he's going to now live in the offseason everywhere he goes. Even people that are nice to him. I would be nice to him, of course. But, Coach, what were you thinking? Well, you know, I thought I'd get the strike out there. But Wheeler was throwing lightning bolts, according to JT, who never used that characterization. When a catcher like JT, Mr. Macho Man, refers to his his battery mate as lightning bolts, you know that that's been like for JT. Okay, with the he's talk about that extended action that some pitchers get on the four seamer, right? Yeah, and you know you got the hiss and all that, and he's like they're not going to hit him. And here, he, well, if he you remember the previous time that Alvarado was in there after he hit him in the back. Then he threw two or three wild pitches or maybe two wild pitches and one pass ball. So now when you bring him in situations like that, he's afraid to throw that cutter down there. Yeah. Alvarado closed the postseason with a 5-5 five, five ERA. Yeah. yeah. You know, Ranger had a 1.23 and Robertson had a 1.17. I mean. What have you done for me lately? Not only that, if Ranger comes in and he doesn't perform, but at least – Rob Thompson's getting said, listen, I'm putting everything out there that I think yep. is the right move because this is the last game. Otherwise. Would, would you rather save Ranger or yeah. use him yeah, and have on. a chance to battle in game seven with the whole right. entire team ready? Live to see the sun come up because it will come up. You know, going to give us a little bit of any air. Yeah. How can five batters, Hoskins, JT, Harp, Casty, they say, <laughs> and Segura go four for 54 in Major League Baseball? Is that how is that is that how good the Astro arms are? Well, good. I'll give you an example in that Whew. in that uh, no hit game. There wasn't a ball hit hard no. until Segura uh, hit a line drive off a of Montero in the eighth inning. That was yeah. by far the hardest hit ball of the. I mean, they just weren't getting anything. The, the last three games, you can count the balls that were really barreled big time. You know, under ten. Oh yeah, uh, you're definitely but, under ten. Comparatively, uh, game one through three, okay, 218, batting average, nothing to write home about, but given the circumstances, 101, games four through six, 15 runs versus three. How about this stat? 11 extra base hits, games one through three. Three after that. How about the, this is the, this is the tell. This is the one I want to get license plates if you want to remember the World Series. Games one through three. 446 slugging, 
which is okay. What do you think four through six was slugging percentage for the Phillies? Well, let's drop that down at least a couple hundred. So your answer is? Good. Quick. Timing's up. One and change. I, I'm looking at it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 180. Slug. Get many runs, is it? Yeah. It's just unbelievable. So the, what we're demonstrating here to our listeners, and thank you once again for record numbers. Uh, I'm not supposed to say the number. I don't know why aren't we supposed to say it. Coach Wiz. We're proud of it. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. We um, broke five thousand this week. I'm sure. <laughs> I, I'm gonna say that Sorry. I think the the Phillies beat themselves more than the Astros beat them. I really feel that way. Mm, that is a good way to frame the question for the series. Did the Phillies beat themselves more than the Astros' arms beat the Phillies? I don't know. We could go back to the old poem. There, uh, no, there is no joy in Mudville, mighty. Put your name in, has struck out. Take Casey out of there, struck out, and put Hoskins or somebody else in there. What's your answer? Did they did they beat themselves, or did the Astros just flat out? Well, we all agree they're the best team, the Astros. Best yeah, team yeah. by yes. far. Okay. Even though the stats for the year are very right. comparable. I mean, right. you just they just don't seem to make the mistakes. Yeah. and uh, But they're not comparable pitching-wise. We, we, oh, we, it's night and day. Wiz gave us offensive numbers are very comparable, but yeah. not, not pitching, not even close. No, right. you you get the starters, or and then and now let's the, talk the bullpen is off the charts. Now let's talk about the plays that the left side of the infield made for the Astros. Okay, Bregman's barehanders were un. Unbelievable. He gets okay. those fingers underneath that ball and stride. And, and I got to tell you something. I don't often get real excited for other teams' future stars. It's impossible if you're a baseball fan not to love this shortstop penny for the oh. I mean, This kid at 24 years old, and this kid's going to play 14 more years in Major League Baseball, and he's going to make all the plays. He's going to be an offensive, you know, contributor but just he's a gamer just to see his demeanor on the field Altuve's the same way how about their middle because Altuve's not done yet he's got no. three to five how solid are they and they got three guys in the minors they're going to make some smart their payrolls not outrageous I think they were eighth at about a buck 88 mil so they got wiggle room there so Houston's not going away. Some of these teams win, and you say, okay, that was the end of the sponge. They squeeze the last drop. You won't see him back next year. Oh, How pissed off for the Dodgers yeah. be next year? I think Pena. I'm sorry. I did yeah, interrupt. Houston is phenomenal. They'll, they'll be back. If not, no, the World Series, you never know. But, yeah, they'll be great. They've been great. But it's because you look at their scouting. I mean, how many how many guys does Houston just find? I mean, they traded for Jordan Alvarez. Not a lot of people really know about that. That was very under the radar traits who's a minor leaguer at the time and he turned into an absolute stud but they find these guys whether it's just their scouting whether they're international players that they're picking up and, and drafting or signing they do that and they just continue to replace guys that leave their team i mean carlos correa left he was a great player and who comes and takes the spots jeremy pena i mean how do you do that 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 is that is why they're so good year after year 
Well, you see that some of these kids are getting, <clears throat> when they're signed at 17 years old in the Dominican Republic and getting 10000 which is a million dollars at that time, and then you have to have that scouting system there. And how about this for Pena, for a 24-year-old kid, first rookie to hit in six straight World Series games, first rookie shortstop to win the Gold Glove, MVP the American League Series, and MVP of the World Series. How do you top that? No, that's insane. What makes the Astros the Astros? A little research to Wiz's very, very good point. Earlier this month, the New York New Yorker published a o, OPUS. Opus? I don't know what that Opus. is. Opus 1. Help me, Pete, on whether people change their core cells over the course of a lifetime. I'm not going to bore you with it. Or whether they stay the same person they always were. Sprawling peace consults poetry, philosophy, psychology, personal experience, social science. The results are interesting, and albeit inconclusive. However, one particularly third study in peace found that many decades people, dispositions were durable. Then they go into what the Astros had to do after being called worldwide cheats. Was that mist that they live in going to decimate and start to eat away at their culture every day, everywhere they went. Can you imagine what it was like? It still is. So, I mean, there are Philly fans that want to get the trash cans for the buses. Then they were reluctant to tell the Philly fans where the buses were coming into, what hotel. So here they are five years later still with that tag. So this became like a referendum for the Astros to play the game right and show that we're damn good without cheating. And they did that. Hats off on that point. This is a good article. Everybody should... Uh, should should read this article. It's it's like a ten minute read. It's a fantastic article. So um, yeah, they 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 lived up to the challenge. I mean, that's exactly what they did. They don't have any weaknesses that no, I saw. No, and it's top down, uh, and that's why Baker was so perfect for this team. Uh, Two thousand ninety three games with no ring. I think it's time that Dusty wears a ring. Congratulations, hats off to to Dusty. I. Not always been a big fan, given your lineups in Washington with Harper batting fifth. I <laughs> screamed out on that uh, hypocrisy. Um, but, um, hey, he, he got it done. And, boy, did the GM ever do a nice job. You know, remember what they did with their a lot of their C-suiters after the cheating scandal. They, they, they cleaned the house a little bit. That's a big hit to take. I mean, yeah, they still had talent. But you still had to groom, recruit, draft international players. You still had to do a lot of things right, Coach, to get back and, and, and be able to be sustainable. And, wow, are they ever sustainable. Well, to, right? to oh, go yeah. way back, what was it, the 1919 World Series with the Shoeless Joe Jackson, whatever? That's still – people still talk about that. They can remember that. So you're, yeah. they'll still be known as cheaters. But, yep. I mean, after what they did with this series yep. and and – the world can see how solid a team they have. Well, that's a great point. If they had lost, they would have been cheaters for life. They won. They established that they're a dynasty in the making. Hats off on that. What baseball points did we not cover? My opinion. We're talking about the off season. Let's go. Lead off. Well, if we look at some of the notable free agents coming up. Shortstop, the biggest one you're hearing about, because Trey Turner right. is a free agent. Can't feel the lick. But the past two years, he's the has a 13 war combined. I mean, he's a stud hitter. Stud hitter. Um, and that's what you're that's what you're looking for. Dandy. Carlos Correa hasn't the opportunity to opt out with the Twins. Which if if he does, he'd be another great option. 
Xander Bogarts can opt out, 30 years old. Very, very uh, solid numbers past two years as well. Uh, you got guys like Danby Swanson, Tim Anderson as a club option. Uh, there's there's some good there's some good shortstops out there. I think the Phillies need to target one of these five guys as uh, someone we can look for for the next you know three four years something something like that in that in that shortstop position because right now shortstop we're, we're, we're lacking. Or do you say based on Segura's regular season numbers? And boy, I, I you know I'd love to be GM. I hate to be GM. You have to put weight on a regular season accomplishment. You know slash line war dive in all the other metrics like we see that Turner's not a great shortstop range wise you know he's terrible it's worse than Jeter which is you and I today have more range than Jeter and amazing so with Turner is as quick as he is as a runner you yeah. think he would have that range yeah uh I don't know the fact that he's a bit tall if that or just first step but he's quick yeah he's the fastest guy in baseball it's a reflux man has bad bad range you know stinks way off range i think is rf9 which is just nothing more than your range factor per nine innings is like three six not to pull it out yeah bring it up and and bella a lot of range smaller guy four eight you know uh ozzy five i mean you know so we set the bar we established thresholds here three three this year three three rf9 that's i and I look at this all day long. I don't recall seeing a shortstop three three. Don't recall it. I'd have to look at I mean, it. I think that's the worst range factor I've ever seen. Now, as soon as we do this, a lot of the guys that do analytics for livelihood text me. They're like data scientists, cybermetrics guys. I get some guys and they go, Roy, we know and I go, you know what? Educate me. And then I'm listening and they're off base. And I push back, whoa, 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 that's not what I said. You're changing the narrative. What I said is this simple number, and you're telling me well, he had a really good third base alongside him. Oh, I guess Bella, when he established the second-best numbers to the uh, Ozzy, didn't have uh, Schmidt. Michael Jack. Gunners yeah. left a little bit. Michael Jack, you know. So uh, then you get the guys that say, their pitching staff doesn't allow ground balls. Well, you, you look at that, then you find out that at the end of the day, all that stuff evens the hell out. Boa didn't get necessarily more ground balls because of Carlton and stuff like that. The bottom line is he has bad, Jeter had bad range and shows up in his RF9. If you look at Turner's RF9 and you think you're picking up a shortstop, his RTOT, which is a measure of defensive ability, how many runs you let in, plus or minus, you want to be plus, right, Wiz? Oh, yeah. What was his RTOT? Uh, um, last year, yeah, it was uh, negative. Last year was negative ten. Negative ten. This year now? was plus one. So I mean, the guy's not a good shortstop. Oh, wait, hold on. And yet, if we sign him, we're going to get the people say, "What a great shortstop Turner is!" Just like the guy in center field. No, no. Last year's our tie was zero. Zero. I thought yeah, it was zero. negative ten was a three game that yeah. was right yeah. above twenty. What's he cumulative of his career? Our tie. Uh, he's negative. There you go. So like I say, three. Okay. Now, so short, as shortstop, negative, negative yeah. three. Other guys like him at shortstop that are known to be good defenders, they're for a career, plus 26. Some guys plus 80. You know, look at uh, Landers, stuff like that. The yeah, but he hits. And let's compare his bat. But he hits. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, but if we sign him, yes or no, we start hearing about what a great shortstop he is. Like we heard Marsh is a great shortstop. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, we will. Yeah, we're going to hear that. So get ready, everybody. If we sign Turner, we're going to hear that he's a great shortstop. He's not as good as the guy that we got right now, Stott. Uh, excellent. Yeah, tell Turner to go to second base. 
And you won't hear that narrative anywhere. Right. You know what I was curious about? Dansby Swanson. Yeah. Now, he does he feel maybe a little underappreciated with a great team that Atlanta has with all their – they have a did, lineup that did, could, could did be Freeman? good. But with, uh, Swan, with Swanson, would he fit in? I think he would fit in great with the Phillies because, like I say, he's batting eighth or ninth with with the Atlanta. Their lineup is so pumped up and everything like that. But but wouldn't Atlanta try and make a big move to keep him there? I th- I think Atlanta has a bring Turner in, and no one's going to stop us. As good as Swanson is. I don't agree with that necessarily, but remember I called last year that the Freeman was walking. I got so – that was the number one thing I took heat on. The second one close to that was what I said that uh, the Sixers guy, what's his name, Harden Hayden, what the – James Harden. Harden, that he's done. That he's done. That he was 500th in defense. I put all that out there. Boy, I got roasted on that. I proved to be right. Uh, but anyway – I think we do sign a marquee shortstop. And Stalka is the second we let Segura walk. I think we conclude. Yeah, Segura, they got to pick up $17 million, So yeah. and he's, what, 32 yeah, so, years old? Uh, yeah, that's that, the so. factor. That's the point. We need a pitcher, obviously, right? Yeah, I mean, with the Phillies, basically, I mean, it's nothing major. Most people know, but Segura's got the $17 million team option. Eflin's got a $15 million mutual option. Uh, they're probably going to be free agents. Nola's got a $16 million club option. That's obviously going to be picked up. Right. And then, but here, yeah, you need a pitcher because Syndergaard, Gibson, oh, yeah. Robertson, Brad Hand, Corey Knable, Johan Camargo, and Chris Stavinsky all wow. become free agents. Oh, okay. Um, bye, 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 yeah. bye. Don't bye, let the door hit you. I have one push pushback on one of those guys, but I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> Which one? No, that's okay. I'm not going to say it. Okay, yeah, so if you look at other positions that we need, center field right now, we don't clearly don't have a center fielder. Oh, they're I don't gonna keep Marsh. You think they're going to just, oh, just roll the guy? absolutely. They love him. Yeah, I, I do. Really. Bat it, he batted 280, no. didn't he? Yeah, but you look at it cumulatively. But, yeah, I mean, there's not a great, there's not a ton of great center fielders out there no, who are that, young. That's Brandon Nemo is the, the, the best option. Um, but he's he's thirty. Yeah, I guess you got oh, some age. Nemo could play for me. I know that. Oh, I'd take him in a second. J- over Marsh. JT was the best catcher in baseball. Oh, we're he, not we're not getting rid of JT. No, Look you're at solid. Other man. positions. I mean, first base. If we got rid of Hoskins, which I doubt will happen. You have like you know Rizzo could opt out. Josh Bell, Brandon Belt, Yoli Gurriel. Um, there's a couple of guys. There's a couple guys out there. I don't think I don't think they'll replace them. There's not a lot of free agents out there outside of the shortstop position, which is loaded this year yeah um where the phillies need someone yeah yeah what do you think about uh, hoskins value on the market as a guy can hit 30 home runs and somebody think well you know i think he could be a good dh with us and face left-handed hitting i i think the fact that he starts to go sub 800 ops and strikeouts up so to win games and there's an rc 27 that we don't talk about much and all it is gang is runs created over 27 outs in my world of analytic stats, that's the bellwether. That's the one I look at. And by the way, if you look at the Phillies World Series, you see that uh, Harper's like at 10.2 and the next guy's like at 5. It really correlates, okay? Uh, but the um, – I'm sorry. I totally took myself off in the, the – Hoskins thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. Hoskins below 800. And the strikeout's going up. So as his OPS goes down and his strikeouts go up – and he walks less, so his on base goes down. We know about his defensive. I can't place 
market value on him. I really well, like can't. I said, if I anybody can't. want thinks he could be a DH, they're not worried about him playing first base. Yeah, no, but I, I mean, market value is an offensive player. Yeah. He'll get you sixty-five to seventy extra base hits. He's kind of a peculiar study because Hoskins will get hot and he will get you thirty doubles, thirty home runs, and well, thirty-four, thirty-two, and two triples, and he's seventy extra base hits. And that's a premium. Guys in Major League Baseball that can have enough power for seventy-five. They don't grow on trees. So, like last year, when you look at Hoskins coming off the year before that, which were bigger numbers. There was a premium on him. He was like ranked fifth, and I was defending him. I I I don't think you, you, you could defend him now. And the routine ball to his left twice that impact games. That I can't defend that at all. You got to make both those plays. That's a joke. Oh, no doubt about it. That's a joke. I mean, you got a runner coming home. You got a dead to rights. He's on contact. All right, and you're going to your left. That ball takes a little cute straight up hop, and you don't even come close on that ball, right? And you're what not going to teach somebody who's 30 years old how to play first base again. And, and, and I'm going to say this. Tell me if you think I'm wrong. I'm going to say the reason our guy at third base, Alex Baum, is it, right? Oh, and Stott yeah. may have said them right or wrong. They both improved immeasurably August and September and October from a lot of work. We know the source that tells us about the work they're doing, okay? And boy, did they improve from a lot of hard work. I wonder if Hoskins is as dedicated in putting the time and effort in to improving at first base. He's not. He's not because he's such. Or he would, right? As a professional athlete, they're so talented. If yeah, you work at something that's not overly difficult, and I, I'm not of the opinion that stretching right. at first is overly difficult or scooping a ball, right. you get better. Because I know that if I spent two weeks doing nothing but work on the outfield, I would be a really good short hopper. Right. Now, on throws and stuff. But now this is a professional athlete. Right. He should be phenomenal at this, but he good hasn't point. worked at it. It's a good point. He, he may have spent half hour a day. That's not enough. He needs to spend hours out there filling this. Because why did Bo become such a great third baseman in, in, late in the season? He worked at it. He worked got better. Off, we were told. Look at the improvements Stott made. And why did Hoskins stay bad? That's your great It's like point. all he wants to do is hit home runs. I think Bohm a lot. Did he work at it at all? Yeah, I think Bohm had a lot with a confidence now, after he went through I, all that I, trouble early. I love Devil's Advocate, so I want to be 10 Hoskins' agent is at the table. He's going to point out that he took a negative DRS defensive run score and turned it into a positive in, in late July and August and September. He did get better at first base. And huh? then late in the season? Yeah, yeah, look it up. Look it up. But you don't have to look it up. You can look, look what he did in the playoffs. I know. Yeah. Hey. Listen, that's when it matters. The propensity never changes, does it? No, but that's all people are going to remember. I mean, ground he's not scooping balls. He, he dropped the ball right at hey, him in the yeah. air. Touche. I don't know what touche means. My cousin Tommy tells me I use it wrong. Touche. I mean, yeah. I mean, listen, we, I remember when I played for Sam at Ivy Viking, and we had one weak link on defense, and no, I won't mention his name. We only had him for one year. And we got around him. We had... You know, a 440 relay team in the outfield. We knew when we got to face you or Lombardos that we were going to have the ball hit to him with bases loaded, and that would be the end. And we did three times, and that was the end. And Sam said, Told you. 
told you you couldn't hide that guy. He's stiff. You couldn't hide that guy. <laughs> you know? And batters listen to this right now going, oh, Chuck, you know, good job, my man. You didn't mention his name, you know. But, uh, yeah, so uh, are we ranting? Because I got to get to a doctor's appointment at 1145. Yeah, you know? let's, let's They'll go. They'll lock me out at 1150, you know. Coach, you want to bring it? Uh, how about let me go third here? Yeah, let me go just ahead. Think you you want to go lead off again? You battle lead off twice. Tonight. All right, all right. I mean, I'm you don't I, like lead off. I am nothing but uh, rant today because <gasps> it is one of the worst weekends oh, in Philadelphia sports golly, history. Good golly! The Phillies blew the World Series, in my opinion, up two to one. Chance to put it away at home. Go up three to one. Go up three to two. Going into going into Houston. Went split. Win one game on the road. Didn't do it. We blew the World Series. Our lineup wasn't where it needed to be. Our defense wasn't where it needed to be. The The mindset wasn't where it needed to be. And we let those Astros, who in my opinion, cheated us out of a World Series, win. I mean, I'm not happy with, with, with any of this right now. I don't see how anyone could be pleased with this season when we're up 2-1 to one and we just lost the World Series. We may not be here for another <laughs> decade. If you look at how some of these young teams are loaded, how the Mets, the Braves, the Dodgers are loaded. This was our year to do what the Braves did last year. This was our year for that, and we missed the opportunity. I don't care that we made the World Series. It's your first place or your last. Ricky Bobby mentality. You slide That's your, all I have. Slide your laptop up. Ladies and gentlemen, excuse my uh, son's uh, glass... Half full. Half full <laughs> mentality. As you're pouring water. <laughs> yeah, all over the goddamn table. Clean up on aisle nine. Barry comes running in. Uh, what a wonderful experience. 17 trips in the playoffs. A near World Series title. Uh, watching the guys and the boys do what they do. The fans, the grandkids, granddad with the granddaughter. Seeing stuff that we haven't seen since uh, the 8 to 11. I mean, what we experienced with our own kids. We're criticizing the guys at the Diamond Club, the fans for not being up on a 3 0 count. It all came home, man. It all came home. My cousin Kelly on the floor in the kitchen and walking down the street. Hey, don't forget the bedrooms. Uh, we had some really cool parties, a lot of fun. The moments, you know what it was? Waking up, knowing that it there was, was a, a World energy. Series game. I mean, I'm almost a happy guy, but I was like, Insanely, I was gleeful. I was yeah. jubilant everywhere I went, and so were other people. This was an infusion of happiness. This was unbelievable, and now I can't watch an NFL game at all. I love it. I thank you. I thank the Phillies. I thank the top management. You didn't do all the things I would have done, but you got to the World Series. Thank you for that trip. What a ride. Let's do it again next year and win it, Coach. I'm going to go out on a little... On a positive slant here, and since you just said something about it, let's talk about the Eagles with uh, with Jalen Hurts. Hurts is making a million dollars this year, and there are 53 other quarterbacks in the NFL making more money than Hurts. Wow. And he's the first quarterback in Eagles history when his first 10 starts. That's a 90-season type thing, folks. So let's be positive that we got our quarterback, we think, and – Let's go, Eagles. He's the best, he's the best quarterback in football. Right. Uh, anybody out there that disagrees, 609-828-5569. But it only counts if you disagree and you text me. And I won't meet you at the Capitol Grill. You can have the tuna extra rare, all right, and bring that debate into the Capitol Grill. 
because I want to smoke you on that because you're looking at the best quarterback in football for seven of the next ten years, whatever, because this kid's going to scramble. He's going to be accurate. He's going to have a big arm. He's smart. But you know what I love about him most? You guys are going to both agree with this. This kid wants to be the best. He wa- his dad, He's a fierce competitor. He's fierce Alabama born and raised. This kid wants to be the best. I think he's love him. I think he's top three person. Well, maybe right now, but I think the last two games top or whatever. But he's going to be the best. And you know what spurs him on? When he was at Alabama, he was twenty six and two as a starter. But then in a bowl game, yeah, we know that. Two came in. So the the thing is, like, he just wants to prove, not only to himself, to everybody else. People don't know. We don't have time to get into it. But I'll ask you a yes or no question about Alabama political. Did Tua have brothers underneath him that were allegedly going to Bama, that one ended up going to Maryland? How's he doing really yeah, good? Yeah. They, they, they had to keep that bloodline going, okay? So that's why Hurts gets jettisoned out, okay, in the play that they made at the end of the game. Yeah, hats off on that. So he goes to Oklahoma, a passing school, and only throws 71%. Uh, you know, the guy was a complete stud. In, in college, and I had no reason to doubt him. And I, it, it, Eskin's comments when the Eagles drafted him, oh, did he ever just dump on Hurts? You know, cause a wedge and all I mean, that. For, for a little blast of irony, the only quarterback with a higher quarterback rating this year than Jalen Hurts yeah, yeah, is Tua. Yeah, yeah, about that. About that, I mean, yeah. Tua's having a very quietly great year. Where's Geno Smith? Third. <laughs> Tua has you know two or three of the best receivers. Geno Smith is is showing his potential this year that he never got with the mediocre Jets. This is great. Yeah, yeah. And I had somebody tell me over the weekend that they thought Minnesota was in the good 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 stamp. You got stamps. Elite, great, good. Minnesota, not good, not elite. Right. Every year, what are they? Frauds. Right. You think they might have a quarterback that has problems in the playoffs? Yeah, you think he's 0-12. Right, yeah. I'll give you guys a quick question to end it. We never you end can have this, this is a show that never ends. You have <laughs> six young quarterbacks that are huge names. Jalen Hurts, Mahomes, Burrow, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, and uh, Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Well, take Trevor Lawrence out. Yep, he stinks. Take him out. Five quarterbacks. Hurts, Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, Jackson. Jackson. You could pick one to start a franchise with today. Who are you picking? I'll let Al go. This is such an easy question. Oh, right now I'm saying Hurts. And there's no comparison. And there's no comparison. He's going to be that good. Yeah, I agree. I think Hurts. Okay. I, he, I mean, he's a stud. And yeah, fans, I would pick Hurts right now. Not only did you hear it here, like a lot of other really good calls we've made. We, well, by the way, we've got them all documented. We keep them in a safe. We don't bring them out every week. But this time next year is when I want you to call me. And so, you know, you guys said he was going to be the best quarterback in football. He's throwing 74% because it keeps getting easier to hear. I don't know what's happening to the defense, okay, but they're throwing higher and higher percentages each year. So he'll be 74%. Look at the Eagles receivers. How are you going to defend them? He'll still run. Uh, I hope he doesn't get hurt running. But this, no pun intended, right? Hurt, but, no hurts, hurts. Yeah, no. and I, I, I think the Eagles are a three-and-a-half to four-and-a-half point favorite in the Super Bowl. I see that's how it ends. I see him winning it, and I don't see Buffalo or Kansas City matching up. I don't think Kansas City will get there. I project Buffalo to have best record. No one's going into Buffalo. What's the name of the stadium? In January, 22-degree wind chill and all that nonsense. They're not going in there to beat Buffalo, and it's going to be Buffalo-Philly. 
Um, that's where I'm at on that whole thing. So that's it, right. man. Greta, that's a wrap. A, wow, I'm exhausted. And uh, good job, everybody. Let's go Eagles. It's no all more Eagles baseball. Now. We'll see you next week for, go birds. for football. And don't forget, we got a basketball team, too, to talk about. And a hockey yeah. team. Let's, we'll pick it up next week. We'll talk week. about basketball in January. That might be a short conversation. <laughs> <laughs> wrap right. it. When you are down, lift your head off the ground. There's a lot to be learned. So look around. Once there was a silly old ant. Thought he'd move a rubber tree plant. Anyone knows an ant can't move a rubber tree plant. But he had high hopes. He had high hopes. He had high apple pie in the I hope so when you start to feel it low Instead of letting go Just remember that and Whoop, there goes another rubber tree Up there goes another rubber tree Whoop, there goes another rubber tree plant <laughs>